If you grew up on the East Coast of the United States, as I did, and you went to a Jewish day school, as I did, and you grew up when I did, as I did, <laughs> then when you took a class trip in your senior year, there was only one place to go. It doesn't exist anymore, but some of you will remember it. It was called Grossinger's. And Grossinger's was a place where Jewish comedians started out. One of the places Jackie Mason started out of blessed memory. And they would serve you greasy brisket that was really bad for you, but was delicious. And they had rude waiters and it was fantastic. And recently, it actually appears in the paper this morning, I read an obituary of a comedian who made his living at Grossinger's and it said in the obituary that one of the things he did was Simon Says. And maybe he was the guy, I don't know, but there was a guy at Grossinger's who was famous for Simon Says. And for those of you who had benighted and deprived childhoods and don't know what Simon Says is, I will tell you, the game is you get a crowd of people and someone in front of them. And when he says, or she says, depending who's leading the game, Simon Says do something, you do it. And when they don't say Simon Says, you don't do it. So he'll say, Simon Says raise your right arm. Everybody raises the right arm. And he'll say, now raise your left arm. And if you raise your left arm, you get kicked out because you didn't say Simon Says. That's the game, okay? Not a, not a very complicated game, but it's not an easy one. And when someone is good at it, they can get you out pretty quickly. And this guy was amazing. And he would go faster and faster and faster and faster and inevitably would get people out. His favorite trick, which got everyone out at once, was Simon Says, jump up, now come down. But that's actually not, I've gone through this whole rigmarole and I'm sure you're wondering why, because of something else he would do. He would get you to wave your arms and to go faster and faster and faster. He keeps saying, Simon says faster, Simon says faster, Simon says faster, until you were in a complete frenzy of arm waving and then he would yell, stop. And I gotta tell you, it is impossible when somebody, when you're waving your arms and somebody yells stop at you, not for a second to just stop. It's not easy when someone gives you orders in a commanding way not to follow the orders, and especially when it's a single apodictic, don't do this. And I bring all this up because in contrast to Simon Says, the truth is we have a really hard time stopping. We're bad at it as Americans and we're bad at it as Jews. And by the way, we're bad at it as Angelinos. I once saw someone stop at a stop sign in Los Angeles, actually. It was amazing. Thought, lunatic, he's stopping at a stop sign. But I have one right outside my house, right outside Sinai Temple, and I have seen all of you roll through it at one time or another, including me. 
But this morning's Parsha is called Nitzavim. And the amazing thing about Nitzavim is it is preceded by Ki and Ki when you go out and when you go in, and next week is Vayelech, when you walk. And all of a sudden, in the middle of all this going out and coming in and walking, there's a Parsha that says, stand. In other words, stop. Because before the Israelites go into Eretz Israel, into the Holy Land, they have to stop. They have to figure out who they are and who they want to be. That's really difficult to do. It's very hard, for example, seriously hard, and I'm not trying to be funny or flippant about it, to sit in synagogue and not look at your phone. To just stop. And the modern world is making it harder and harder and harder to stop. And yet there are the Israelites who spent 40 years after all moving, wandering in the desert. And now before they go into the land, just for a moment, they have to stop. This is not only relevant because of Nitzavim, but also because this coming week is Rosh Hashanah. And when you start a new year, it's really important to stop first and think, what is it I want to do this year? And who is it I want to be? How do I want to organize my time and my life? You would think that a pandemic would make people stop, but in my experience, it didn't so much. It redirected people's energies, but I didn't see people just stopping. But Rosh Hashanah, the Aseret Mei Tshuva, the 10 days of repentance and Yom Kippur, they are an opportunity to just stop, to reevaluate, to dig deeper, because you cannot dig deeper if you're moving. You have to stop. Sometimes the Torah's messages are overt and sometimes they are implicit. This one is implicit. Nitzavim says, you stand today. And then it says, Kulchem, all of you. There isn't anyone who doesn't need this moment to pause, to reflect, to try to understand what has happened to our world in the last two years. And what we should be doing moving forward. It's also beautiful that it says Kulchem, all of you. A reminder that as much as we are balkanized into groups, and political identities, and religious and social and cultural identities and classes, we are all of us in this together. It would be nice if the world for a moment would take a pause, examine itself, and begin the new year with greater depth, greater understanding, as with Simon says, a little bit of laughter and peace. Shabbat.
Pacha, vamos. 